Today is Thursday, November 11th. The title for our devotional is Consumerism. The third and final problem, at least that we're discussing this week, that arises from our individualism in our culture is the problem of consumerism. As we said on Monday, church has become a place of self-actualization rather than a place of spiritual formation. We can talk about this approach to church from a few different angles. First is attenders in the church tend to uh, approach church from a perspective of self-actualization, as we've said, rather than spiritual formation. When church is viewed in the lens of the former, there is little to no impulse to actually grow and change. They attend church because it makes them feel good or meets some need outside of spiritual formation, perhaps like a social club or business network. Of course, of course, church should meet many needs and when they have them, and when individuals have them, and most people begin attending church because of a felt need. However, they cannot remain in this consumeristic mindset for long. It should become clear that this is a community of mutual service to one another, one in which a large portion of the community being consumers simply doesn't work. In this perspective, when one is challenged to change their thinking or behavior, whether through a sermon, through a conversation with a friend at church, or simply reading scripture, there's no impulse to change, and it usually gets shoved under the rug. If it continues to be brought up, the individual will likely simply leave and look for a church that affirms her thinking or behavior. On the institutional side, this approach to church has created what Sky Jatani calls the evangelical industrial complex. Church is big business to consumeristic to a consumeristic audience. Conference speaking, book deals, podcast, etc. all market to the consumer Christian, and they have not been lacking for a market. This is, of course, not all bad. My faith has certainly been enriched and challenged by good books and lots of podcasts. From the pastoral side, I'm speaking obviously from experience here, the temptation is to cater to what the consumer Christian wants. If the pastor doesn't, he will likely lose a large portion of his congregation or just never grow a large congregation to be deemed a successful pastor. Without growing a large congregation, the pastor will never get the book deal or the conference invite. So there's a great deal of pressure for pastors to build a big, bigger church, even if it means sugarcoating the harder truths found in scripture or avoiding them entirely or in our very polarized culture today, uh, only talking about them and talking about them like a jerk, all because that's what the consumers want. <clears throat> all of this consumerism is deeply rooted in our cultural ethos that has crept into the church even though Jesus sharply denounces it in his ministry, both by example and direct teaching. John 2, 13 to 17 says this, When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all, all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, Get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. Jesus' temptation in the desert in Matthew 4 is another great example of this. Jesus had every opportunity to consume what Satan was offering him, bread, and an easier path to influence and power. Yet he, unlike Adam and Eve in the garden, truly obeyed God's words without attempting to take the easy way, their way. Probably the best example of this is found in John 6. 
After Jesus feeds the 5,000, they follow him to the other side of the lake. It says in John 6, 25 to 27, When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? <clears throat> Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. This turns into a long conversation in which Jesus declares himself to be the bread of life. The Jews had difficulty accepting this teaching, and many of them stopped following him. In John 6, 66, we read, From this time many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. It was easy to follow him when he was feeding everyone, and everyone had their bellies full, and he was a free meal. But when the teaching got difficult, many of them left. For additional content, I'll link you to both uh, Sky Jatani's book called The Divine Commodity, uh, Discovering a Faith Beyond Consumer Christianity, and a Gospel Coalition article titled, We Used to Ask Institutions to Form Us, Now They Must Affirm Us. Reflection time today, simply ask, how much of your concept of church is shaped by your consumeristic values? Are you looking for your church to affirm you or to help form you?